Live on the Freak Radio Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. With Kenny Sargent. Paging Dr. Douchebag. Crash Gladys. Get in crash position. And Statman. Don't overdrive the car. Here's the Freaks. Coming up, Freaks. Coming to you from the infield of the Daytona International Speedway as we get set for the Daytona 500 coming up next Sunday. Thanks to our friends at General Tire for making this thing possible. We are, again, hanging out Daytona International Speedway. The ARCA Series race was last night, the Lucas Oil 200. But, yeah, that's uh, we get to hang out. We, we're hanging out in another state. Again, Statman's in Columbus, Ohio, watching Feats. Excuse me, feats, feats. Yeah, what are feats, man? <laughs> Watching feet, feats of snow. Feats of I, snow. What are we trying to say? Several feet of snow. Holy smokes! <laughs> I come to Florida and lose my English language. <laughs> yes. God. Yeah, the South will do that to you. <laughs> well, unfortunately, I don't have to blame it on the South. I just blame it on my mouth. That's how it rolls in the freak nation. <laughs> Maybe this will not be brought to you by our good friends at General Tire after this after this show. No, it will, Freak Nation. Uh, Michael Self, ARCA Series pilot, uh, one of the front runners last year in the ARCA Series championship, lost it in the last race. He's going to be joining us uh, coming up this year. Cole, That's all right. He started the year just fine, sitting on that pole for daytime. I mean, he's he's he turned things around quickly. Yes, he did. Cole Custer running for Stuart Haas Racing, first year full time in the Cup Series. Running in the 41 for Stuart Haas Racing. He'll be joining us here in the Freak Nation. And this is this how you play ball with us, Ben. You hit us up on Twitter at Speed Freaks. We're there for you on Facebook and the website, speedfreaks.tv. Statman, last time you were in Florida that you had to wear a jacket because it was too chilly. Well, that was the last time I was in Florida. We right. would always go to those Rolex races and... It was amazing. It was either cold or raining and cold. So, yeah, you always had to wear a jacket in Florida in at uh, this time of the year. Yeah, I, I was kind of shocked you asked that, Kenny, because every Rolex 24, we have to be bundled up at night. And it, it's tough to carry around a beer unless you have mittens, mittens or gloves on. Reason to bring that up, I've talked to three people out of this state, two in Phoenix and one in Dallas, going, man, how are you standing that humidity? You don't like humidity, Kenny. It's freaking February. Not a whole lot of humidity. <laughs> but there is a little bit of a chill in the air. Yeah. That's the reason I bring it up. <laughs> so, because that's, it's, you think of Florida and you think of Phoenix, you don't realize that there are some cool seasons there. And Phoenix, October through March and April, it's the greatest place on the planet. In Florida, there might be two but weeks. But you do have to bundle up at night. Two weeks out of the year when it's cool. When, when, it's really, when it's racing. And that's from the Rolex 24-hour weekend at Daytona to the Daytona 500. <laughs> right. <laughs> Those are the cold weeks. And it's never the coldest winter. One of the coldest winters I've ever spent was one weekend at the Rolex 24 walking to the car after the media center. I mean, it was stupid cold. And you had to remind yourself you were in Florida. Was that the year it was raining? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just, 
it was just it was bone chilling cold. You know, you could you could sit there and you didn't want to complain because you're at the you're at the Rolex 24. But by the time you get the car, you got to sit there for a minute and just on yeah, what defrost because it was so cold outside. Well, I'll, I'll we also... are complaining about these things, aren't we? Wow, sorry I brought it up, guys. <laughs> Was that also the time we were hanging out in the Patron tequila tent? Oh, dude. Yeah, we had to stop halfway to the car just to get some alcohol to warm up. (laughs) I do remember that now. Which, by the way, Freak Nation listener Cody sent me a picture out of the blue on social media earlier this week. And he said, OMG. And I looked at it. I'm like, that's all of us. It was the three of us, plus him, plus a bunch of his friends, and it was all of us at one of those bars. Oh, gosh, it's, the name's escaping me, on Daytona Beach. The one on the beach. Yes, yeah. yes. And, I, and so I asked him, I said, what year is that? He said, 2010. I'm like, wow. Oh. And we, we all look so young. <laughs> and it was only years 10 ago? years ago. Yes. We all look so young. We did. <laughs> all of our faces looked younger. Wow. That was a nice bar, though. That yes. was directly on the sand. We had a good time that night. There's no telling who was taking pictures with us <laughs> to have record of it. Is a you know is a record itself. Oh God. Yeah, and that's a that's a whole other segment with us celebrating our 20 years here in the Freak Nation. The things that I'm running across uh, are oh awfully freaking scary uh, when it comes to uh, pictures, interviews. It's uh, it's a case of... Have you posted our very first night celebration photo with all of us smoking cigars? Have you posted that yet? I have not. Have you sent I've it just, to all of us, I, yeah, though, right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to yeah, reset and get back I've... with it there, Freak Nation. Hold on just a second. Speed Freaks. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. The Freaks. Bringing in another round of affiliates here at the Freak Nation, coming to you live from Daytona International Speedway as we get set for the Daytona 500. Thank you, General Tire, for making this thing possible. Again, Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Thank you guys for hanging out. Follow us on Twitter at Speed Freaks. We're there for you on Facebook, the website, speedfreaks.tv. Coming up in the show, Michael Self, ARCA Series pilot, full-time ARCA Series pilot, getting set to run for the championship in the ARCA Series. He'll be here in the Freak Nation. Cole Custer running for Stuart Haas Racing. His first full-time Cup Series ride, running in the number 41. He'll be joining us this hour. Next hour, we're going to do a little Supercross, a little bit of freaking flashback. Your Statman Scat coming up in minutes in regards to the new Gen Car coming up in the NASCAR Cup Series. Statman, looking at the 2020 season, let's dive right in real quickly for the Daytona race, specifically with Daytona. All things aside, and again, I don't want to give away your scat, but outside of the new Gen Car, what's the one thing that you're looking most forward to as far as the Daytona 500 goes? This is on the edge of embarrassing, Kenny, but I'm such an unapologetic fan of Jimmy Johnson, and this is his last season, so I want him to go out on top. Even if he get, if he gets an eighth championship, I would love that, and I just want him to start the season strong and not have to worry about anything, uh, getting into the playoffs or any of that. I just want Jimmy Johnson to be old school Jimmy Johnson all year long. Yeah, I think it's given the fact that we've watched this guy. We sat in a limousine with this dude when he was in the Bush series. We sat in a limousine with this guy with the Bush series after the Bush banquet to watch him go on and win seven freaking championships. 
to the point where he couldn't win a race if he started in the front row and no one could, no one passed him through the 500 mile. It doesn't matter. I think you're right. You nailed it. Jimmy Johnson, you want him to be the story, but the story of success, Statman. Yeah, I mean, that's when we were picking championship uh, contenders at the beginning of the year, I just kept choosing Jimmy Johnson, and he kept winning championships. Made me look brilliant. But I, I do not want him to go out uh, at the bottom where it's just uh, one of those tours like in the NBA where everybody gives him a rocking chair and uh, wishes he would go away. I want Jimmy Johnson to go out on top. Uh, I and I'm, I'm, I'm not making apologies for that. Speed freaks, motorsports radio redefined. It's more than just a slogan. Anywhere is possible with General Tire. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. Make your anywhere possible by visiting GeneralTire.com today. That's GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. Car not performing right, a dirty fuel system damages gas mileage and even your engine over time, but Lucas Fuel Treatment can clean and lubricate that fuel system, the fuel pump, fuel injectors, even carburetors and valves as you drive. It's designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment, it works. Hey, it's Crasher from the Freaks, and what if I told you the best burger you can buy to cook on your grill or stovetop, it was available in your favorite grocery store? Well, it is, and it's Bubba Burger. Just how awesome does a sweet onion Bubba Burger sound about now? Oh, my favorite, jalapeno burgers, Angus burgers, all-natural Bubba Burgers. Watching your caloric intake? Then grab the reduced fat and the turkey Bubba Burgers, all in your local grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, the answer is Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive, unlimited, 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. The Coxville Blockers, the Albuquerque Chupacabras, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, we got your attention now, don't we? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history and a meaning behind it, like the Akron Rubbers, the Boston Accents, or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these t-shirts are awesome, made with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are just stupid soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com and get... Awesome. Mav TV, your destination for all things motorsports. TV home to all of the Lucas Oil Motorsports. Mav TV televises off road, modifieds, motocross, pro polling, and world rally championships, to name a few. Mav TV is also home to the favorite enthusiast shows such as My Classic Car, Chop Cut Rebuild, Full Custom Garage, Gears, and much more. Mav TV is available nationwide on DirecTV, Verizon, and on most cable providers. Visit MavTV.com for more racing information and to demand. You're Mav TV. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. 
Coming to you from the General Tires Pits, Daytona International Speedway. You know, makeshift pits. You know, got Lucas Oil Pits, got General Tires Pits. Hell, sometimes this show's in the pits. <laughs> We're all out of the pits. Oh, we've been kicked out of the pits many times. That's true. That's a given. Uh, thank you, General Tires, for making this thing possible. Daytona International Speedway. That's where we are. Thanks, to General Tire. Coming up, Cole Custer, Stuart Haas Racing's own rookie series, a rookie driver, driving the 41 for Stuart Haas Racing. Also, Michael Self, almost 30 years old, running full-time in the ARCA series, running on the general tires. He'll be joining us as well. Hold on, hold on. So, when we started Speed Freaks, Michael Self was 10. He was 10 years old when we started Speed Freaks. Why do you have to constantly remind us of that, Crash? I'm just... Saying it's it's putting things in perspective. <laughs> we are twenty years old, and it's just weird thinking that a driver that is so big in what he does was ten years old when this show started. That's just crazy. I don't know which is m- more strange, that or the fact that Kevin Harvick he extended his contract with Stuart Haas Racing through twenty twenty three. Kevin Harvick is forty four, which yeah. means that man when we started this thing. He was 24, which is more okay. Okay, <laughs> which is more of a kick in the nuts. That the fact that Harvick was 24 when we started this, or that Michael Self was 10. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow, there's a there's a question. Uh, maybe Michael Self being 10, he wasn't old enough to look over the fence to see <laughs> the race, and uh, now we're out there talking about it and interviewing him about winning and finishing on the pole and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, that might be the craziest. Or, how old is Adam and Ticknap? That he was, how old is he? Yeah, Supercross pilot, which by the way, we're going to have him on next hour. How old is Ticknap? Because was he even born when we started? Yeah, he's, he's what, 25, 26? Okay, okay so then he was yeah. five or six so when we on, started man, don't make it that damn old. But Holy some Supercross smokes. riders were not born when this show started, <laughs> which is really weird. So Kevin Harvick is cutting his duties with TV and Sirius XM NASCAR radio this season to focus on family and racing. 44 years old, now has a contract through 2023, and Statman, it's, at least from what we've seen, Kevin Harvick's not a guy that, from a competition standpoint, that's fallen off the map, unlike Jimmy Johnson, who's retiring after this year. Is this a good thing for Stuart Haas Racing to keep Kevin Harvick for another three years? I think as long as Kevin Harvick is competitive, why not keep him? Uh, you know, and that's kind of the opposite of the way I feel that some of these guys ought to get out of the way to let some of the new drivers come in and bring their fans, especially with this new next gen car coming along. Uh, there, there should be some some new blood in the sport. But if they're going to keep the old guys around, as long as they're competitive and have a chance to win, they ought to, you know, keep those guys around. Uh, Jimmy Johnson, my guy. Uh, hasn't been competitive for a couple of years. Maybe that can turn around, although none of the Chevrolets have been very competitive. So maybe that's not all his fault. 
Yeah. In moving to this next-gen car, I liked it when Kevin Harvick specifically said yesterday at the track that he is intrigued by these changes coming up. I mean, not everybody is. And I think that he truly means it when he says that, keeping him in the car for a few more years and learning things from a completely completely different standpoint he is actually excited to do I don't think a Jimmy Johnson was we can go back to when Ricky Carmichael retired from Supercross and that's when the 450s were out and Ricky said I'm pretty much I don't need to ride these 450s they're doing things that I didn't know bikes could do and he didn't say he was scared but he was just he was like I I don't need to be in this next generation it's not for me and he had already accomplished everything he needed to anyway that's kind of where we are now with NASCAR and the guys that move forward they have to be ready mentally to take on these new challenges. Absolutely. And you're right. Mostly that's going to be the younger generation. You're not going to see Kevin Harvick, a guy that's won championships in so many races, you're not going to see Kevin Harvick pull a Joe Nemechek and extend his, yeah. crew, extend his career once he's done with Stuart Haas, extend his career, try, career trying to just trying to find rides and grab those back marker rides just to run 20 or 23 laps of the Start Daytona 500. Yeah. Start and park. You're not going to have that staff. You know, what, you know what it comes to mind? Let me interrupt here a minute. You know what comes to mind is Andre Iguodala, who just got traded from Memphis to Miami. Uh, he's not, he's not going to – they're not going to depend on him for points and rebounds, but they are going to depend on him to get some of the younger guys ready. Maybe – that's part of the assignment for Kevin Harvick is to get some of the younger guys like Cole Custer, get him ready to be competitive and to teach him how to be a professional stock car driver at the top level of NASCAR Cup racing. That is true, but you can't discount the fact that Kevin Harvick in the last six years has been one of the most dominant drivers out there. He's been in four out of the last five top fours in in the championship he's won 26 races 25 poles led almost 10,000 laps so he does still have the chops but you're right he's a two two two-way benefit in that he can also really teach the younger kids how to learn from his mistakes but also to learn from help from his successes Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, Speed Freaks from the Daytona International Speedway. Thanks to our friends at General Tire. Thank you guys for hanging out. You missed the the show. Go to the website, speedfreaks.tv. Coming up next, his name is Michael Self. He's been in the Freak Nation many, many times. One of the older ARCA Series drivers, running for a championship, running full-time in the ARCA Series. He'll be joining us coming up next. Also, Cole Custer, his first time as a full-cup pilot, full-year What am I trying to say here, Crasher? A full-time pilot for the Cup Series. Damn it, for Stuart House Racing. Oh, Cole. Be, yeah. yeah, Cole Custer. He'll be joining us up here in uh, in about 15 minutes. But first, your stat man, Scat. And I want to talk about this, Scat, through the tail end of this hour. But uh, first, I want you guys to listen to stat man, Scat, in regards to the new gen car coming out of NASCAR. There's that. Then, of course, Michael Self coming up. Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Good evening, my fellow citizens. Man, to provide guidance to mankind. Testing NASCAR's next-gen cup car ramps up in 2020. A lot is riding on this effort. It won't show up until 2021. NASCAR wants it to look more like showroom cars, and that's a plus. Some big talking points? The chassis will be a spec chassis. That will not only cut down on costs, but should also cut down on cheating. The new car will have an independent rear suspension. It will get an 18-inch wheel and tire. That's up from 15 inches, creating a lower-profile sidewall. Refueling will change from a guy carrying 
a can to a clamp-on hose during pit stops. There'll be a six-speed sequential gearbox, not the old four-speed. And the next-gen cup car could have some spec hybridization. Expect Ford, Chevy, and Toyota to stay, but there's talk Honda, Hyundai, BMW, Mercedes, and Volkswagen could be there also. Let's hope. Peace. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Ready to own your first real home? The road to unrenting can get a bit rocky. It takes a reliable partner to right wrong turns. That's the role of a realtor. An expert voice of reason helping you navigate the rigmarole of real estate. A trusted ally who knows and represents your rights. So you get all the right guidance on your journey home. Is your agent a realtor? Look for the R. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Back to Speed Freak, celebrating 20 years of the Freak Nation, Lucas Oil Studios. Thanks to our friends at General Tire for making it possible. Daytona International Speedway, that's where the hell we are. Smack dab in the middle of the media center, kicking off the season. 
for Speed Weeks, the ARCA series, the Lucas Oil 200. Uh, we got your winner. Not that little giggle in the background. Well, he might be giggling right about now, but Michael Self here in the Freak Nation. You have the pole, then you go out and win the damn thing after screwing up in the pits. First of all, congratulations. Second of all, what the hell happened in the pits, Michael Self? Oh, <laughs> uh, dumb rookie mistake. Just uh, got a little too anxious to get out there early and stalled it out. You know, it's hard. These things have such big gears in them um, at these super speedways. It's a little hard to get going sometimes, but... Messed it up and uh, tried to make up for it on the second one, and we came out first on that one. So uh, we'll, we'll call it even. Yeah, and you had such a strong car. Just watching you do anything on the track, it was nothing but an upward progression. So knowing that, that had to help. Yeah, you know, and that the credit there goes to Venturini Motorsports, to the 25 guys. You know, I mean, that car was just... Um, uh, I mean, it, it was. It had it had really good speed, but it also had extremely. It was very stable. Um, whether I was in the draft, whether I was out front, you know, the car was fun to drive, and I had confidence that you know I could have a guy on my door taking the air off me, or having a guy behind me taking the air off, or even pushing. Um, and we were able to maintain through that. And that's uh, that's been the biggest key to me winning here twice. I think is having a car that's drivable more than, than necessarily fast. You got to have one that's fast, but being able to survive anything you may come through is what's important. What uh, got us here tonight. You brought up something about patience in your post-race interview. Is it is a track like Daytona easy to be patient or not easy because of the draft? Um, you, you know, that's uh, a tough question. I mean, I force myself to be patient here. I know yeah. that's what it takes to, to win this race and to have a good result. And um, unfortunately, I've been the recipient of impatience um, and, and see how that goes. I mean, it's just the problem is you, you can't make it up here i mean if you're impatient what are you going to do you're, you're stuck in the draft you're stuck in line the only thing that's going to happen is you, you try and bump draft try and move your lane forward you're probably just going to wreck those people um so which happened today <laughs> several times yeah yeah I, I, that's what i heard um <laughs> but yeah you, you just try and stay patient and, I, and that's what i tell the kids you know drew and, and ryan Rebko. i was talking to both of them today and just say hey you know the best advice i can give you guys is don't Whatever happens, just stay patient, stay in your lane. We've got fast cars. This race always just cycles, you know, through. You've got big wrecks. Make it through that stuff, and at the end of the race, you'll be in a a fine position. Did you revert to any of your past experiences at this track or instances prior to this with these certain situations? Because you have younger drivers behind you. you got you've got lapped cars that you've got to come up on and there was one that the accident that took out three or four cars where you guys were passing a lap car but of course i think six or seven cars behind you got caught up in that madness is there a time that you revert back to one hold on how would i've handled this back at daytona last year or to or to another track you know maybe maybe not in that particular situation but i thought actually a lot about to talladega in 2018 i started on the pole that day um and it had a lot of fun we, we finished third but um you know I, I made a mistake on the initial start i got out too far ahead and ended up getting passed by sheldon creed there early on and we kind of went back and forth but i use a lot of my knowledge about that gap especially when you're the leader you know yes. sometimes it's easy to pull away from the car in second mm-hmm. but if you get about four or five car lengths ahead they're going to be coming with a head of steam behind you so i was thinking about that and then working with my spotter on that all day today and that's i think the biggest thing um, where i excelled today was just maintaining that gap all day not giving guys a chance to to get a run out back um and i think a big part of that's why you saw a lot of the single car stuff today because i was putting a big effort into keeping the inside line formed up and together and when the inside line stays formed up through one and two you start building momentum the outside line if they're a little bit broken apart you, you, you can't compete with that um and so mm-hmm. Hope you know. Hopefully that was. I'm telling myself that was at least part of it, so I can go to Talladega and try and do the same thing. Um, but yeah, that was uh, that was uh, definitely a uh, a day where I feel like I've put my super speedway knowledge together the most. This is definitely the best race I feel I've put together other than the, the pit stop. 
The last four or five laps with Haley Deegan behind you, did you know what was going to happen? Did you, I got this, no problem? No, not at all. I mean, you know, I just basically tell my spotter, Britt, at that point, um, don't lift off the mic. You know, you just have to tell me what that gap is at all times. Mm-hmm. I want to know what the gap is to her, and he does a great job telling me that gap and then the gap to the person behind behind her. Um, because you got to know, okay, yeah, is she going to drop back, you know, get two car lengths or more, and is the person behind her going to try and do the same thing? Um, to get the run know, on you. Exactly. Yep, exactly. Yep, to try and get a run. Um, and, and fortunately, she, you know, she never really dropped back that far. Even the times when she got, you know, about two or, or maybe more back, I was able to drag back and mm-hmm. keep her close. And, you know, maybe I foiled it a little bit. But um, it, was, it was a really good teamwork between me and my spotter there to keep that in check. So you are one that likes a chatty radio. At least in a situation like that, you like a chatty radio. Is that you the rest of the race as well? Um, yeah, you know, not not necessarily. I mean, here I, I want information. I want to know what's going on at all times because I want to know what's going on around me. Uh-huh. But as we go forward, I, I like things to be a little bit quieter, especially, you know, if I'm kind of by myself. Um, I, more than anything, I want relevant information. You know, if a guy's fast, what line is yeah. he running? Um, is what I'm doing okay? You know, what are you, what are you seeing all the way around? But I, I don't necessarily want someone that's just talking every single lap, telling you you're clear by this, clear by that. I, yeah, that's, you know, that's that's not not information that I'm necessarily going to be able to do anything about. Um, so, you know, I, I like to get the kind of information that's that's going to be helpful. It's just so funny to me how some drivers just need someone in their ear because that calms them down. Sure. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I think that would make me more nervous. Yeah, no, you, <laughs> you do. You hear that a lot. And I guess everyone kind of has their own preference. Yeah. Michael Self, your winner for the Lucas Oil 200 running on those general tires. When you run on a tire like general tire or any tire for that matter, does, does a driver th- specifically think about the tire or does a driver only think about the tire when there's something odd about the tire? <laughs> um, you know, it depends a little bit on e- on each track you go to. Uh, Daytona, you know, you, you don't think about it too much here except for the pit stops. Um, if you slide the tires, you flat spot them, oh. you, you'll have a blowout here. So you're thinking about that in a lot of sense. But uh, the tires always seem really stable. I know the wear is really, really good here. But, you know, we look, uh, look ahead a couple races to Salem. Um, Chicagoland tire wear is a huge factor at those places. General's already always done a really good job of giving us a good uh, sustainable tire uh, and a product that's a lot of fun to race on. Um, you know, so it's definitely different when you go to those races. But then some tracks, you, we go to Kansas, um, you know, Phoenix here in a couple of weeks. The the wear is just not quite as bad. So it's something that I, I feel fortunate to have a lot of experience at those places and to kind of know going in there what to expect tire wise. Michael Self, the Trans Am cars are beasts. The guttural roar of the engines. They're just huge cars. Some say they're like cities on wheels. And this is politically incorrect. you got to be a man to drive one of those cars. And that's why when women started to do well, it was so impressive for them. Yeah, so now, you know, it's still not not all that much different. So now you've got the Trans Am Series separated in the TA, TA2, and the TA3 classes. And the TA class... Um, that's still, I mean, they're still running basically unrestricted cut motors. You know, older SB2 is about 905 horsepower, um, complete tub-built chassis, um, you know, I think 15-inch wide tires in the rear. You know, we come here, and they'll, they'll be doing about 207 at start-finish line coming into turn one. It's just unbelievable um, to watch those things. I, I primarily focus on the TA2 series, which has become really hot in the United States, just a phenomenal series. Um some of the best road racers who have, who have come from IndyCar, IMSA, World Challenge stuff, have kind of retired and come over there. It's just amazing to watch. If you guys ever get a chance to see a Trans Am, a TA2 race in person, they put on some of the best races at some of the, the best tracks that we go to, and it's a ton of fun to be involved in. Um, so that's it's kind of interesting to get in one of those and know how hard you can drive that, but you've seen Christopher Bell, Tyler Reddick, Matt Tift, um, Justin Haley, 
Ty Dillon, uh, I mean, the, the, mm-hmm. the drivers that have come through, Brandon Jones, all guys that have come through and, and used that as a learning uh, a learning rung for road course racing, guys awesome. that have really enjoyed it. I've been fortunate to work with all of them, especially the Toyota drivers. Um, and they just come out, you know, their first practice session, they just got this huge grin on their face <laughs> because they're like, man, these things are so fun to drive. And, and it, it just puts on a, a really competitive, good race because there's usually you're going to have 25 to 30 car fields out there. You're going to have... 12 guys that are really competitive just polished road racers the cost of the series is very reasonable um it's like i said you, you got to get out and, and check that out because it's just mm-hmm. an awesome series to be a part of the history of motorsports in general arca has been around a long mm-hmm. time and the history of arca isn't lost on a lot of people especially if you look at where arca is now you have an almost 30 year old that's got a full-time ride mm-hmm. that lost the championship by one race last year. Sorry to continue to remind yeah. you about that. Yeah. But you're still able to come in here and grab a full-time ride. You've got that. You've got three or four women running in this series, which is absolutely badass. And you're running on multiple different tracks. Mm-hmm. No one else can say that. No right. one. IndyCar, the Cup Series, the Xfinity Series, mm-hmm. the Truck Series. Mm-hmm. They can't say that. What are uh, Those three things that I brought up, they can't say it. Dirt, pavement, road courses, street yep. circuits. And, and yeah. women that Super are crushing. Speedways, intermediate, Super short yeah. tracks. Yep. I mean, that's that's badassery. It, it is, and I applaud the the Arca series and NASCAR coming together. Um, you know, my big gripe last year was not having a road course, but obviously I want a road course on there more than anything. <laughs> but but you're right to have a, a schedule with all those different types of tracks on there. Um, this should be the premier learning series for anyone looking to go into NASCAR because you can you, you have all those different things, and I think you're starting to to see that. You know, I wish we had a little bit more full time competition here in the Arca Menard series this year, but every race is going to be competitive. You're going to have some of the young kids um, that are that are coming out of super late models that are that are going to come run the short tracks, you know, try and get t- experience in a heavier car. Kids that are going to be running part time truck schedules that are also going to come run um, the super speedways and the speedways and intermediate tracks. Hopefully, you know, a, a couple of ringers will show up for the road courses. Um, I think it's going to be you know a really good year as far as the racing goes. I, you know, I know the championship battle is probably going to be a little bit slim, but when we go to Phoenix uh, next month, you know, we're probably going to have thirty-five cars there. So, Michael, and let's leave politics out of this, Michael. Why wouldn't you suggest that new drivers who want to have a career in stock car racing that they try the ARCA series because you have to learn on so many different kinds of tracks. Road courses, dirt courses, high-speed ovals, short ovals. you got to learn on everything. Yeah, so I, I don't have an argument there. I okay. think um, you, you unfortunately see kids that are forced into those series too quickly, and it's because it, it goes to their funding, right? They may only have so much funding where they can go do trucks or they can go do Xfinity stuff, um, and so they want to go do it and take that. But you see a lot of those kids get forced in that position that aren't, aren't quite ready for it. So... You come run some of the ARCA stuff. The competition isn't quite as fierce, but it's still, you know, hopefully speaking of myself in a highlight here, you know, if you can come in and compete against me and you can come win against me, you can probably go win in the truck series. You know, I say that I've never run the truck series, but I'd like to think that I could do a pretty good job there. <laughs> yeah. um, so, you know, you kind of look at that and say, look, if you've got all these different tracks now, now are you going to go run um, Salem or, or Nashville, you know, Memphis, when you get to those places, that's what a lot of guys look at and they say, well, no, I'm never going to run got a track it. that, but we can come run the intermediates. And that's when you see those kids filling that slot. But, um, you've got these, you know, 16, 17 year olds that are kind of in an awkward position right now where you can't go run Michigan until you're, you're 18, mm-hmm. but you can run Iowa or Phoenix in a truck, you mm-hmm. know, when you're, when you're 17 or Pocono when you're 17. So, um, I, I always push it. You know, I have a lot of clients and, and, 
parents of, of kids that reach out to me that say, hey, you know, should I do some ARCA stuff? Do you think it's worthwhile? And my answer is absolutely. You come here, you can learn. You, you learn about air. Um, you learn about just the physics of driving bigger body cars on bigger tracks. You learn about driving on a radial tire. Um, all stuff that's gonna gonna help you translate and and over to that stuff and be a little bit more prepared. I think you look at kids. Um, let, let's look at Christian right now. Uh, okay. I think as highly of Christian as anyone in the truck series. You know, he's um, in my mind. I, I don't have a doubt that Christian's gonna be at Homestead fighting for a championship this year. And Christian and his family and and his Toyota partners have done this the right way. Phoenix for a championship. Phoenix. Sorry, you're right. Yeah, I got. It's better, still better weird to that. think about. Yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, but I, I think they've done it the right way. You know, I think Christian came. He did his super late mile stuff. He ran uh, select ARCA stuff for a couple of years, and then went and ran the ARCA for the championship last year. Michael That's Self running for a championship in the ARCA series. Of course, you'll see him in Phoenix with us, based in Phoenix. You'll see him at now Phoenix Raceway in March, and again, you'll be running there for the championship. November. Is that also part? Well, that's going to be the. Our race is in the, March. Our race is Phoenix. That's next right. Month. The, yeah, the, and we the, finish at Kansas. The Menards, the can it, the, the, it's the Menards West series that races there. Correct. November. In November. Mm-hmm. Right? That's Bam. Right. This is awesome, man. Thanks for doing this. No, thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Cool to finally meet you guys and right. do something in person. <laughs> Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. After your engine, the transmission is the second most important component of your car. If you maintain it, it will shift properly and get you down the road without problems. But if you don't maintain it, problems are coming your way. Lucas Transmission Fix can clean and lubricate sticking valves and renew worn bands to make your transmission shift properly and stop leaking. It's compatible with all transmissions and transmission fluids lucas transmission fix it works hey you want the easiest car care ever right there's a couple lucas oil products you got to get your hands on one lucas slick mist fast and easy speed wax two tire and trim shine and three interior detailer it's better than anything on the market so this is what you do you spray the speed wax on a wet or dry surface you wipe it off and you're done you think you can handle that Lucas Interior Detailer rejuvenates interiors, and Lucas Tires and Trim Shine does wonders on tires and wheels. Lucas Slick Mist. It's easy. It works. Go to lucasoil.com for more information. Hey, it's Crasher from the Freaks. If someone's cooking burgers, I want a unique flavor, and there's only one that truly hits the spot. Bubba Burgers Jalapeno or Sweet Onion Burgers, and it's straight from your local grocery store. There's even reduced fat and turkey Bubba Burgers. How about an Angus Bubba Burger? Basically, there's not a better burger to throw on the grill for your weekend parties than a tasty, juicy mouthful of Bubba Burger. Again, available in your grocery store. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. 
Grab it and hold on tight. The Texas Roadkill, the San Francisco Swallows, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, I got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative. Funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the New Orleans Curse or the Nashville Bootleggers. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at AwesomeSportsLogos.com. That's AwesomeSportsLogos.com and get awesome. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Ed Kitty and Crash on Twitter, at Fox Sports 910, at Speed Freaks. I'm telling you, man, you can take the freaks anywhere. And it's good to get this dude here in the Freak Nation from California. And I say California, given the 20-plus years that we spent out there in Southern California. That's where Speed Freaks started. That's true. Uh, I say from California, Cole Custer joining us here in the Freak Nation as he gets set for his big boy ride with Stuart Haas Racing this year in the Cup Series. It's, is it still perceived that a dude coming out of the West Coast is somewhat of a minority, meaning that guy doesn't know stock car racing. He's coming from the left coast, not the Midwest or not from the South. Yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty crazy now. I mean, to think about, um, you know, we used to be a minority, minor, minority, but now I think it's become more and more normal to be from the West Coast. So, um, it's just something that's kind of gotten better over the years. You know, is that one of the reasons, Cole? I noticed that you were in the K&N East series, and instead of the K&N West series, is that one of the reasons you went east to go show the guys over there, hey, look at the chops I've got? I think so, for sure. I mean, you kind of got to prove for yourself on the East Coast to a certain extent of what you can do. I mean, it's definitely, there's a little bit more competition on the East Coast from a stock car standpoint. But at the same time, I think there's a lot of great racers from the West Coast, and sometimes, and you just kind of got to go out there at some point and see what you got. Well, what you've got, in case people are unaware, and they're going to probably hear this several times throughout this year with your first full-time season in the, in the Cup Series, what, what were you, the youngest ever winner in the K&N Series, the youngest ever winner in the Truck Series, the youngest ever winner in all of NASCAR's Top 3 Series, youngest ever pole sitter? I mean, that's incredible. Yeah, I mean, we've uh, we've had a good run so far. I mean, for sure, it's just uh, we got to keep it going. You know, it doesn't stop here. So um, there's a lot of good memories there. But this this year, hopefully, we can make some more of them. Cole Custer joining us here in the Freak Nation. First of all, how many people call you Cole Cluster? Cl- Cluster. I get that from time to time. They they <laughs> mess up my name. I've had it happen in the mail and all kinds of stuff. So. Um, I, you kind of get used to it, though. That's it's so when you burst onto the scene, and we were talking about you on Speed Freaks. I I would I wanted to say Cluster Man, Cole Cluster. It just it flows better. Oh, Cole? stop it, Kenny. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if I'll agree with that, but you can go. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think so. Hey, there's a lot of guys that uh, have the the chance to hop into a big ride like you do, or you are with Stuart Haas Racing for the Cup Series for 2020. But not a whole lot of guys get to jump into a cup car where you have so much history around you, whether it's Tony Stewart, Kevin Harvick, and all these championships that these guys have won in races they've they've won. Have they been open to giving you some insight? Have you asked questions? Or are they treating you as, you know, the young punk? Get the hell out of here. 
No, I mean, everybody's been really helpful so far. I mean, I've talked with uh, Kevin Harvick a ton um, throughout my Xfinity career, so I think having his help has been huge. And then also Tony Stewart. I mean, he's one of the best people um, to have as a boss because he's, you know, one of the best that's ever driven a race car, you know. So any advice you can get from him is huge. Then also having a great boss like Gene Haas and having the support of Haas Automation is awesome. Well, there's a little bit of a, a family tie with Haas and Haas Automation. How much of that is like son, father-son sort of relationship and how much of it is like sort of a boss, boss-employee relationship? Yeah, so my dad works at Stuart Haas, so mm-hmm. he kind of has to deal with your dad all day, I guess. <laughs> but, <laughs> he, you know, I mean, we've been together for a long time now. Having, uh, you know, he's guided my career for a long time, and I think it's just uh, I'm very lucky to have you know, him behind me and have his support. So uh, hopefully we can just do it, do it good this year. It, are there times when that is extra special or times when it sometimes gets in the way? Like we'll talk with Graham Rahal and Bobby Rahal about something like this and, and other drivers in the past. And it's funny, some of the stories that do come up that it's like, no, dad, I got this. Just back off a bit. Or other times when you want to crawl to them, maybe a little bit more than, than people would want you to. Yeah, I mean, I think you got some good and some bad. You know, I think it's it's good to work with your dad because you, you have that kind of connection where you can talk with each other about whatever you want. But at the same time, I mean, you got to kind of let each other go at some point and let each other kind of do their thing. So it's just kind of being able to manage it. But FYI, it makes the wins so much sweeter. So much sweeter. Cole Custer, you're in the Cup Series now. That's the major leagues of stock car racing. No matter what success you had in trucks or in the Xfinity Series, the media, all the eyes are looking at you now. Have you felt that kind of pressure being in the Cup Series? Um, You know, a little bit. You know, it's pretty crazy, all the media stuff that happens when you move to the Cup level. But at some point, you kind of got to try and put it to the side and just get to work on what you need to do at the racetrack. But it's definitely something that's kind of... Uh, mind-blowing once you get to this level of you know how much everything blows up i saw an interview that uh, you did with good friend of the freak nation rutledge wood could you grow a beard as thick as rutledge wood (laughs) i don't think i could ever get to that level my beard is not looking very good i can grow a halfway mustache but that's about it i mean that's talent and and i we love rutledge but half the time while i'm talking to him i'm looking at that ficus tree around his chin i mean it's tough to get around that isn't it i mean i'd like to know how you how you grow beard like that honestly that's probably my next question for him when i go to the racetrack well hey look man one of your bosses tony stewart that dude listen his five o'clock shadow starts at about 7 a.m maybe he could help you out yeah i mean another guy (laughs) there's all kinds of people i could ask i think some of it's just genetic though and i don't know if i got it All right, we're based in Phoenix, and of course now with Phoenix Raceway being the championship for the 2020 NASCAR Cup season, you've had your share of time in Phoenix. you got a race here in March, and then of course in November. What's your initial emotions on running in Phoenix? Uh, I always look forward to Phoenix. I think it's kind of, you know, close to home, and it's a track I've been to a lot, so it can put on some good racing, and as a driver, you're able to do a lot with uh, the apron in one and two, and that dog, the crazy dog leg on the back, on the front stretch now is pretty, pretty insane. The first time you go through it and all the kind of three wide passes and stuff you get to do through that. So 
I think Phoenix is a great track, and I always look forward to going there. You just did exactly what I do all the time. It just rolls off the tongue. The dog leg on the back, I mean the front. It's just, it's still difficult to talk about the changes, the changes that are awesome, but it's just bizarre to talk about after your entire life has been one certain way, huh? Oh, yeah. Ever since they changed the, the, the ends, it's been impossible to get that right. I think <laughs> I mess it up like five times a weekend. Um, but I think it has made the racing a little bit better with the restarts and everything. Cole Custer is in the Freak Nation driving the number 41 Ford for Stuart Haas Racing. 2020 season is starting. I don't know how much testing you've done, but this is a little different car. I'd like a different spoiler on this car. Are you ready to tackle this? Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely different compared to the Xfinity car. You know, I mean, I feel like they're going to handle a decent amount worse in dirty air and in traffic. And you also have to deal with a lot more traffic because, you know, you're racing probably, you know, twice the amount of good guys out there. So it's uh, definitely getting that's probably the most difficult thing. And also you have to show up to the biggest race of the year for the first one, the Daytona 500, and figure it all out. Well, of course, that's right around the corner as well. What are your realistic expectations for yourself and then what have you talked about in and amongst the team, your goals that you're setting for this year? You know, I think starting out, you just try and be consistent and you try and build up to it. And then along the way, I mean, you might find yourself in a good spot. and Maybe you can win a race. Um, but I think it's just all about doing the little things right and making sure you don't beat yourself. Good for you. Sound like you had a few conversations with some drivers that yep. have beaten themselves up before. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of everybody's. Uh, go-to line is just don't beat yourself when you're a rookie. Freak Nation, a great follow on Twitter. Follow Cole Custer on Twitter at Cole Custer, not Cole, don't call me Cluster Custer yeah, on Kenny, Twitter. That's what? Just, Come that's on. just wrong. Relax. Kenny's real last name, which, by the way, we won't say it on this show. I can't even pronounce it. Oh, yeah, right, exactly. Right? It's tough. Hey, Kenny's speaking from experience of always getting his name butchered. Cole, thanks for doing this, bud. Good luck for the uh, 2020 season of the Cup Series, bud. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. The young and the old, Cole Custer, and then, of course, the old man, Kevin Harvick, all of them running for Stuart Haas Racing. And, Stat, one thing that you talked about in your scat, what, about 30 minutes ago here in the first hour, was about the next-gen car. And, again, that's the, that's the biggest topic here at Daytona, specifically within the garages and the drivers and the crew chiefs trying to make these adjustments. But the visual changes, Stat, that we're going to see – the fans will notice, of course, something different with this car, and it's not as if you have to look that closely, Stat, to find the differences in this next-gen car moving forward in 2020. That's part of the change that they want the fans to see. Uh, they want the car to look more like the showroom car. Uh, they don't want it to be just a, uh, a knockoff with a different uh, fender and nose, different nose and taillights. Uh, they want the car to look more like uh, the cars in the showroom. And that might attract more manufacturers. They're making noises like Honda and Hyundai and BMW, Mercedes and Volkswagen. They're talking about uh, maybe, maybe joining Ford, Chevy and Toyota. And if that happens, then NASCAR has got to be the beneficiary of that. And they bring in more fans. Maybe even Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> were we no, okay? Were we talking Lewis about Hamilton this? might come in and uh, race uh, in one of the road course races or whatever. That's <laughs> but no, you complete. laugh. No, hold on, you laugh, Stat. That's that's 
that's been discussed. It's also been discussed of bringing in, pardon, I cannot, I just went blank on it, the the series in Australia. Oh, V8 Supercross. Yeah, yeah where, where it's more applicable to different series to where guys from Australia or Europe that run another series can come into NASCAR and vice versa. Yeah, I think that's I think that's should have been happening for years. Right. Uh, and make NASCAR more than a southern thing where a guy is carrying a can and dumping gas into the car and four speed and carburetors that they had up until a couple of years ago. They need to have a different car and to make it different series. Uh, maybe if they do that, then maybe they could have shorter races and uh, more interesting competition. And I know any time NASCAR makes changes with any of their generations of cars, I believe this is the seventh next-gen car, the seventh generation, fan bases, there's a certain segment of the fan base that gets pissed off. But you know what? In doing some of these changes that we're talking about, like making it easier for people around the world to come in and race, you know, just simplifying the car for a, from an overall peripheral fan standpoint, however... That will actually be better for the sport moving forward. You may actually get rid of part of the fan base that wasn't really supporting the sport like they should have been anyway. This may grow the fan base, grow by subtraction, What's addition by subtraction. Yes. You know, you're going to lose a core, but you know what? It's not going to matter because overall it's going to be bigger for the sport. Something that NASCAR yeah, and, and it, look, look at the – well, not NFL, but maybe Major League Soccer and other sports series, Statman – it was the the immediate goals of f- filling seats, trying to ride the wave and not looking to the future, right. which this gen car and actually some of the changes coming to the schedule are is, is a group that was so archaic at one time that they couldn't get past the next race that are finally looking to five, maybe ten years down the road. Yeah, that's, that's so true. And Crash, you couldn't be more accurate in that. The average age of the fan base in nascar was getting a year older every year the people were falling off the back of the grandstands so what they by bringing in a new car different drivers new manufacturers then maybe you can have a a series that will bring in new people and maybe the fan base won't get old and gray (laughs) and i don't okay i do mean to toot and tout our own horn however you want to phrase it that it's something that we've been calling for damn near 15 plus years in combination races Pocono's do it where they're having a double header granted it's it's NASCAR NASCAR on a Saturday and Sunday but it's coming man it's going to be IndyCar and NASCAR or even maybe drag racing thrown in there the evolution of this series is coming damn it and it, it can't come too late. Is that the right phrase? I should? Can't come soon enough. Soon enough. There we go. Can't come soon enough. I'm correcting your Indiebonics? Yes. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> wow. What <laughs> has happened in the 20 years of the Freak Nation? Well, before I lose this thought, NASCAR is, is they don't know it, but they were real and may still be real close to uh, their logo turning into that into the Titanic. And I don't mean that in a mean-spirited way. It's like Statman was saying. They were not replenishing the butts in the seats and the eyes on eyeballs on the TV with what they were doing. They have the opportunity to blow up this schedule, to blow up the gen cart, to blow up their, their rules and regulations, and to blow up their broadcast contracts and realize, you know what, you old bastards? Uh, don't take it personally, but we don't care about you. we got to bring in some new blood into the series or we're going to end up like we were 40 years ago 
and running this series in the southeast, and nobody wants that. They've got to make these changes, Stat. No, you're a thousand percent right. I mean, imagine if they could have at um, uh, at Finneon, Sears Point, whatever they call it now. In Finneon, they remember could that? have a drag race on Saturday, mm. and then let Ron Katz get out of the funny car and get into uh, a stock car on Sunday and race. I mean, imagine the following that could develop from that. Um, you know, it's it's you need to have something new, something different. Also, with Indianapolis being the 4th of July weekend for NASCAR coming up and the Xfinity cars taking the road course on Saturday and then that track quickly flipping to run the Oval on Sunday, just a few years ago, nobody thought that was possible. I mean, that's why the, the Grand Prix of Indianapolis is two weeks before the Indy 500 because people kept thinking, we need days to convert the track around. Well, if they can pull this off and turn that track around in just about you know, four or five hours, then imagine the doubleheaders you could start having there. Like, like bringing Rallycross, bringing whatever, and then on a NASCAR weekend because NASCAR is going to use the Oval, but all those series that can run the road course, not just the Xfinity series. That would be badass. And coming up next in the Freak Nation, Haley Deegan, 18-year-old Haley Deegan, who got herself a two-spot. Daytona in the ARCA Series race in uh, Daytona last night. Lucas Oil 200. I see her old man's with her, Brian Deegan. They'll both be joining us. Brian Deegan, Haley Deegan, coming up, Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Ready to own your first real home? The road to unrenting can get a bit rocky. It takes a reliable partner to right wrong turns. That's the role of a realtor. An expert voice of reason helping you navigate the rigmarole of real estate trusted ally who knows and represents your rights so you get all the right guidance on your journey home is your agent a realtor look for the r
Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love to party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Stepman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. Second hour of the Freaks. Thank you guys for hanging out, man. And thank you, General Tire, for making this thing possible as we're doing it up from the Daytona International Speedway. The Lucas Oil 200 wrapped up last night. We're going to hear from your race winner coming up this hour. Also, Adam and Ticknet. There you you go. Did I get it? Yes, you did. Supercross star will be joining us this hour. Your stat man, Scat, coming up as well. Uh, This is how you play ball with this man at Speed Freaks on Twitter, our Facebook, and the website speedfreaks.tv. Again, Daytona International Speedways. We're getting set for the Daytona 500 coming up next Sunday. Uh, Make sure you're part of it. We'll be live after the Daytona 500, hopefully with the Daytona 500 winner next Sunday night. Uh, Statman, you touched on this briefly in our last segment, and... I don't. I, I can't. Frankly, that was just a few minutes ago. And I can't remember how in the hell you touched on it. But it reminded me of something that John Andretti lost his battle to cancer. Fan favorite, media favorite, just a hell of a family man. It's a nice guy. There, there, he just didn't have any a holeness to him. No, right? Not even in the slightest. It just he. Everybody loved him in every series that he raced. Everybody respected him, loved him. He was just a guy. He was everybody's buddy. Sports car, indie car, open wheel, dirt. You put him in, put him in Drag racing. Near. Well, that's my point. Again, they laid him to rest on Thursday with that drive around Indianapolis Motor Speedway in the rain. It was just. In the hearse. The, the, oh, it, it was, was just, very touching. And, Crasher, you just said it. And, Statman, you, this is, you said something last segment that brought this to mind that we talk about numerous drag racers, Ron Capps. Doug Coletta, Gary Selzy, uh, Cruz Pedragon, and others who will go and race other series, sprint cars or maybe some dirt late models. But you very seldom, if ever, hear of any of the other motorsports discipline drivers move into drag racing or even attempt to run a top fuel funny car or rail. But that's what John Andretti did, and mm-hmm. we were reminded about that when he passed away. Of all the disciplines, stat that John Andretti ran in and frankly succeeded in from time to time, 
having the balls to run in the IMSA Sports Car Series, the Stock Car Series of NASCAR, and the IndyCar Series, and then to say, hey, man, screw it. I'm, I want to go 300 miles an hour in a top fuel car, Stat. You know, I can't tell you how many times, Kenny, I've had drivers from NASCAR or sports cars just ask me about drag racing. They're all fascinated with 10,000 horsepower, 330 miles an hour, and uh, 5G acceleration. They can't believe it, uh, but one of their own, John Andretti, did it for a while, and I would, I think more of them would like to try, but I think there's a genuine fear of mm-hmm. that kind of violence and extreme in motorsports. None of them can relate to it and don't know how to get their mind around doing it. John Andretti did, and that's to his credit and to his legend status in motor racing. We got about a minute and a half here, but Crasher, Stat, man, think about this. What Stat just said, Crasher, do you think it's the the fear of a ten thousand horsepower engine just inches from your body, or is it the three hundred thirty miles an hour? Because no, the speed, no. Say what you Definitely will about no. NASCAR. Still, two hundred plus miles an hour, Talladega, Daytona, with forty cars on the track. That's still dangerous as hell. Mm-hmm. What do you think it is? I, th- I think it's yeah the amount of horsepower inches from your melon. I think I think that's that's what it is because it is just it's a like we've said on this show many times it's a it's a controlled bomb on wheels mm-hmm. and I think that there's just an element of that that does scare most other drivers. Statman, you got about forty seconds. Go. I I think it, I think Crash is absolutely right. I think there is fear. I think when they see the cars come to the top end and the, everything is on fire, <laughs> I think that, <laughs> that's got to get your undivided attention. I know the first time I saw it, it shocked me that, you know, everything in this car is trying to fly apart, and they, they, they just don't have any place in their mind to relate to that at all. All right, Freak Nation, we're going to reset with a number of affiliates coming in the Freak Nation uh, your stat man, Scad, coming up. And we'll also hear from your second-place finisher at Daytona, Haley Deegan, will be joining us here in the Freak Nation. And Adam and Techman, uh, Supercross star, coming up. Speed Freaks, Pitts, Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, we promise to suck less. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined the Freaks. That's right, Speed Freaks, joining in another round of affiliates here in the Freak Nation. Lucas Oil Studios, as we're in about 20 years of this damn thing, middle of Daytona International Speedway. Thank you, General Tire, for making this thing possible. Coming up, your ARCA Series winner for the Lucas Oil 200 for joining us here in the Freak Nation. But but quickly, Crasher, you wanted to, you wanted to follow up on a conversation about John Andretti yeah. that we were having? We were just talking about John Andretti, who unfortunately lost his battle with cancer, colon cancer, last week. Let this be a reminder to all of you men listening right now with the hashtag Check It For Andretti. Check your prostates. Check your colons. It, get yourself checked. It's it's a horrible cancer, but if you can get it and detect it early, it can absolutely be preventable. But, yeah, we were talking about the John Andretti legacy and how he is really one of the only guys to race sports cars, NASCAR, IndyCar, dirt cars, and then cross over and run a top fuel car in drag racing. But we also, I totally forgot about this until just a minute ago. John Andretti was the first driver to ever attempt 
the Memorial Day weekend double, the Indy 500, and then flying to Charlotte to do the Coca-Cola 600. He was the first guy to do that, and that was in 1994. Statman, you think of a guy like that that has the huevos to do all those disciplines and to attempt something that's as grueling as the 500 and then the Coca-Cola 600. Yeah, 1,100 miles in a race car. That is straight-up balls, Stat. It is, and that's what... I know Robbie Gordon turned it into a business decision where he told us that for that month, everybody's talking about him. So, uh, you know, it's... And everybody stood in line to give him money to do it, no matter how much success he had or didn't have at it. So uh, uh, John Andretti getting it done, uh, it's its just to think about it, nobody thought it was possible. He did it, and everybody stood in line after that to get it done. And think about this, 1994, when just private planes, everything was just a different world. It was mm-hmm. harder, so much harder to do back then didn't have hyperbaric chambers for him to hop into after getting out of 1,100 miles of a race car. So his whole recuperation after that feat, it just everything is almost mind-blowing. Freak Nation coming up, the ARCA Series race winner from the Lucas Oil 200 joining us here in the Freak Nation. And we're going to go supercrossing here with the Freaks. Make sure you stick around for this thing. And, again, thank you, General Tires. We are live from Daytona International Speedway. Thanks to our friends at General Tire as we celebrate 20 years of the Freaks. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, it's Crasher from the Freaks, and what if I told you the best burger you can buy to cook on your grill or stovetop? It was available in your favorite grocery store. Well, it is, and it's Bubba Burger. Just how awesome does a sweet onion Bubba Burger sound about now? Oh, my favorite, jalapeno burgers, Angus burgers, all-natural Bubba Burgers. Watching your caloric intake? Then grab the reduced fat and the turkey Bubba Burgers, all in your local grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, the answer is Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. It's more than just a slogan. Anywhere is possible with General Tire. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. Make your anywhere possible by visiting GeneralTire.com today. That's GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. Car not performing right, a dirty fuel system damages gas mileage and even your engine over time. But Lucas Fuel Treatment can clean and lubricate that fuel system to fuel pump, fuel injectors, even carburetors and valves as you drive. It's designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment, it works. MAV-TV, your destination for all things motorsports. TV home to all of the Lucas Oil Motorsports. MAV-TV televises off-road, modifieds, motocross, pro polling, and World Rally Championships, to name a few. MAV-TV is also home to the favorite enthusiast shows, such as My Classic Car, Chop Cut Rebuild, Full Custom Garage, Gears, and much more. MAV-TV is available nationwide on DirecTV, Verizon, and on most cable providers. Visit MAVTV.com for more racing information and to demand your MAV-TV. 
the Texas Roadkill, the San Francisco Swallows, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, I got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative. Funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the New Orleans Curse or the Nashville Bootleggers. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at AwesomeSportsLogos.com. That's AwesomeSportsLogos.com, and get awesome. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive, unlimited, 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. You're back with the Freaks, Lucas Oil Studios. Thanks for good friends at General Tires. Kenny Sarge at Crash Gladys. Statman, thank you guys for being a part of this big old thing. 20 freaking years that we've been doing this thing. And I, what's significant about this interview, and, and Haley, this is why I brought your old man in here. I have a six-year-old behind me. Mm-hmm. That's my daughter, okay? When we got this guy on our radio show, we were just like one market in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. He was still doing his tricks on his bike, getting stuff shoved in his gut and <laughs> bleeding all over the place. The oh, fact that you're sitting here at 19 years old. 18. Get, Eight? 18 years old <laughs> and getting a second spot at, the, at Daytona. I've got my six-year-old. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is strange, Brian Deegan. I know the first words out of the, out of the mouth we heard right there were from your daughter. But do you understand the significance of why I wanted to bring you in here to put you on the mic and go, holy smokes, what the hell's going on? Yeah, the time goes by quick, but you think of how it all started. You know, I started uh, pioneering the sport of freestyle motocross, walking away from racing, which I really missed, and uh, was able to get back to racing with rally cars and trucks after breaking way too many bones. But our, our vibe in our house has always been about winning, uh, setting goals, achieving goals. Uh, and Haley came up and, you know, started racing cars really just for fun. Like, I'll be honest, we didn't plan on her racing NASCAR when she was little. It was just for fun. And then, you know, she had that competitive drive in our house. You know, when I wasn't at X Games or doing other things, she was, you know, she was busy uh, racing, getting better. And then started racing trucks. She raced with me and started winning. And then once she started winning, the vibe of the house is just like all in, you know. And, and this is kind of where we're at now. Nothing's different today than it was eight years ago. When we go to the racetrack, we go for one reason. We go to have fun, and we go to win races. That's that's the plan. And you're mm-hmm. having fun when you win races. Yeah. <laughs> they kind of go hand in hand. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. Haley, your dad right there just said that when you got into this, it wasn't really all about you going to NASCAR. But what was in your mind? Because you guys are a very competitive family. What was in your mind when you were racing carts? Like, I am going to go to the top level, or let's just see my what happens. My mind at eight years old was like, oh, my God, my friends are at the racetrack. Like, let's go drive cars. <laughs> that was my mind. I had fun with my friends at the track. All my friends are racers. It's how it yeah. was and it's more just a thing because i was already there with my dad so i was like why not let's do it i was a child that begged for everything when i wanted it <laughs> and so i was like dad i want one car like let me drive the car like other kids are driving the cars <laughs> and so <laughs> i made all my friends there at the track and uh about 12 13 years old when i started winning um winning championships and realizing like i had kind of the target on my back that's that's when i started getting real competitive and really like okay like i want to be the person to be if i'm not top of the board in practice like i'm mad <laughs> and we need to figure out what <laughs> right? i'm doing wrong 
And again, that's the Deegan DNA. Mm-hmm. Is like you've got to win. You've yeah. got to be the best. But your personality is so electric. I mean, there are so many things. You are moving mountains with what you're doing right now. I'm sure you've, you've been told that before, but it's just awesome to watch. Thank you. I appreciate it. But you also, and, and your mom's sitting behind us right now with a mm-hmm. camera. Right. I've seen your mom get in your old man's face before. For, uh, oh, she does the same thing. <laughs> for, for different reasons. So my question for you is, did he try and keep you away from motorsports more so than you saying, no, Dad, I want to get into motorsports, or Marissa saying, uh, you do what the hell you want to do? I think my parents, I've been in a really good position and situation um, with them. Whenever I wanted to do something and they saw that I was committed to doing something, they would support me 110%. And so they saw how much I loved racing and I was committed to it. It's what I want to do. And this, so they always put me in the best possible position I could be with the resources that we had um, to win. And mm-hmm. I always I was always just wanted to win all the time. And so they, my dad saw that. And so he did everything he could uh, through the ranks of me growing up racing to put me in those positions. Now, let's talk about Daytona. Of course, we've got Haley Deegan joining us here. Second place at Daytona. Unfreaking-believable. Like, we're at Daytona right now. I feel <laughs> like I can't grasp it. <laughs> Seriously. A couple laps to go. You're right there behind Michael Self. They're showing the camera of a, yeah, your dad yeah. and your mom, and he's going like this. Like, <laughs> like she's going to make a move. What's in your head? What are you being told? What do you want to do? Why do you do certain things or not? So, before the last caution that we had, I think it was around 10 to go-ish. Um, I was looking at the timing score, the board up there. Uh, and I knew when I saw that last caution. I, at first, I was in third, and I was like, just please let it go green. I was like, just let it go green till the end. Check your third place. I'm going to be so happy. And then all of a sudden, they're like, caution. I was like, oh, my God, are you kidding me? And so initially what went through my head is Michael's taking the top because his teammate's behind me, and him and him and him and his teammate are just going to check out, and mm-hmm. I'm screwed. I'm sitting duck here all alone. And I was like, my teammate just fell out of the race. I was like, "There's everything's just going to fall apart right now. And so... I got on the radio with my spotter, and I was like, tell Michael Spotter, how many times have I, like, let him buy in the arc races because of points? Always let him go. Like, and he can win this race. Like, I will help him win. Guarantee. Like, I will push him. Like, he, I'm fine with second. And I was like, just make sure he restarts in front of me. And so he told, uh, my spotter told me, he's like, okay, talk to him. He's restarting the bomb. I was like, thank God. <laughs> and so that worked in my favor. Very well. Uh, we kind of had our little system in game down, and so as he went, I went. I locked on his bumper, kind of nice. gave him a nice little shootout, and we went one and two. You got your second place at Daytona. I know. I still can't believe it. <laughs> Are you going to Disneyland? I mean, that's I pretty know, much. I know. I know. I know. It's still like I haven't fully grasped it yet, and I think there's just there's so much work that's gone into this, and people think it's like. Oh, like she got second Daytona. It's like no, like we've been off the whole off season's been building up to this one night, two hours of racing, mm-hmm. and it, I think it really shows the people yeah. who want to put the work into it. And results yeah. show at the end of the day, whether you have some bad luck or good luck, whatever it is, results show. Yeah, Brian Deegan, I took the training wheels off my daughter's bicycle <laughs> about a month ago. Yeah. I, 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 was sca- I was scared. <laughs> Thank you. I remember. That I was scared, yeah. Estless. Uh, your, yeah, yeah. your daughter's going two hundred miles an hour at Daytona yeah. Speedway. Uh, crap your pants? Yeah, you know, and yeah, big time. You know, at the end of the day, it's still your little girl. It's still your daughter yeah. on the track, right? I mean, whether it's my son or, or my daughter, you're still your kids. And, and um, it, man, it's just, it's nerve-wracking, you know. But, you know, uh, NASCAR has done such a good job with all its safety, you know, upgrades to the cars and the equipment. But you're still, two, you know, what, 200 miles per hour or close to it is high speeds. So I'm watching on a monitor, and, and they're racing. I see cars zigzag, you know. I'm like, and I see like car clip, you know, clip right behind her, and the car just goes flying in the wall. I'm like, 
so many close calls that happened just right behind her. And I'm thinking, oh, a lot of luck. She got lucky. But in the, the day, she had a good car that put her in the front, you know, let qualify up there. Obviously, with, you know, a lot of other things and driving talent going to the front that put her away from the wrecks that happened behind her. So there's a lot that goes into it. You can say, oh, she just got lucky. But at the end of the day, the team did a good job with the car, uh, put her in a good position. And uh, hey, yeah. that's where she ended up at the end in a good spot. You know, I'm just kind of like the last few laps. I'm like, what can she do to win? But I think once Tanner got, um, you know, out of the race, whatever happened to his car. Once his car started smoking, I was like, no. I know, I saw it smoking. I was like, please yeah. don't be Tanner's car. Yeah, yeah. And I, what I was bummed about, you're losing your help and you're losing uh, that guy behind you, your buffer, and it's going to go yellow. Because at first I was kind of happy. I was like, third's good. Yeah. That's yeah, good. I was happy too. And then I was like, uh oh, she's going to start in second, you know, inside second row. She can get, she can still win this thing. And that's when it got exciting. Michael, it's cool. Michael trusted her to push him. Yeah. And I think that's going to come back to her in the series later, you know. Um, so that was cool to see that he, he was cool with that. He, I think he knew her car was fast, <laughs> you know. Yes. Right? I mean, hey, really. Having more... a fast car only has positives. Oh, that question. Yeah. Yeah. Giving more credit, though, to you behind the wheel. I, we had an eagle eye on you because uh-huh. of, you know, obviously our daughter wanting to see where's the four yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. So we saw that draft affect you and mm-hmm. you moved back, but you never gave up. And no. you just kept driving through there. You had some some serious competition going through the field. Oh yeah, times. we definitely we fell back there at first. I was like, okay, we're working our way up. First couple restarts, it's like we're good, we're good. All of a sudden, it's like fifteenth. I was like, oh my god, I have so much work to do now. And okay, you said you learned a ton in this yeah. race. What did you learn about the draft? And I think that's for Talladega. That no matter what position you're in, like so much changes at Daytona. There's so much that goes on. If you get some good people in a draft with you that know what they're doing, like you can make the outside work. And me and Tanner were making the outside work. Pretty good. Like, we almost went to the lead without the uh, – if the caution wasn't there, we were coming. And I was – I remember they came on the radio, and he's like, Jeff Gordon's bragging about you not being scared to uh, <laughs> use the bumper over here. Because yeah. I would – off of two and off of four, I would lock on a Tanner and just shoot him. And nice. we would lock and just go. And that was really good. And so I think that at the end of the day, obviously – it would have been better if I had him at the end there to kind of All lock good. bumpers with me again. But it happens. It's racing. I'm happy. Second place. Yeah, <laughs> Brian, isn't it cool to have the spotlight off spotlight off of you? Yeah, it's good. You know, at the end of the day, everyone always likes to, for some reason, compare parents against their kids. You know, oh, one day your daughter's going to beat you or your sons are going to beat you. Good. That's the plan, right? You always hope your kids are going to be better than you were, right? Mm-hmm. That's your goal as a parent is to have parent have your kids rise up and be a better you know, everywhere, athlete, person, everything, you know, cut all the mistakes I've made in my life. That's what you try to guide them away from, and, and, you <laughs> know, and your head, yes. that's life, right? <laughs> so uh, in the end, we know we've made a lot of mistakes. So, you know, anyway, she, she's uh, been really good about really just staying focused. And, and I, I can't say I'm surprised because we did work toward this, but I am surprised. I was like top five tonight was going to be a good race. I was like top five would that be That was my race. goal. We wrote top yeah. three. Top yeah. <laughs> top three was my stretch goal. Yeah. Top five was like, okay, I'll be happy. Top five, for you sure. You beat your stretch goal. I know. We beat uh, our goal. Yeah. What do you do, though? If you won the first race, where do you go from there? I know. It's <laughs> all, I literally was like, it's all downhill from I'm here. like, now the pressure's <laughs> on. Yeah. You know, like, golly. Ask, ask Trevor yeah. Bain about winning the Daytona 500 yeah. many years ago. Where yeah. the heck is he? Yeah, Come you on. Know? Yeah, yeah, no, oh, it sets too yeah. much pressure on you. Yeah, yeah. I was there that day, and I had him sign a brochure, actually. I have the tickets from that day, and it's funny because I remember that. Was a big yeah. moment. I remember we were in his motor home. Brothers. Yeah. I was there too. Oh, yeah, see. big moment. Yeah. yeah. I was little, little, we say that little. she we've been it's here good. since she's twelve or thirteen yeah. coming to the race. We've come into the race. We've been here. And and it's crazy to actually see her 
race the track now. Yeah. Like be yeah. on the track, you know. So many there's such years a long here. way to go, right? So we're still so many steps, so 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 far to go to this goal of cup mm-hmm. one day. But this is a piece to the puzzle, right? This is a piece, and it's going good. So I'm happy. This is awesome. But what if she said, "Dad, I want to go back to doing double backflips at Irwindale Speedway"? I think once you get into, I just think once you win in any sport, it just builds so much momentum, right? Oh, that's, yes. which, that's so fun. And then NASCAR, you know, there's so many other forms of racing, but NASCAR is the biggest form of racing in America. So if you can win at it, I mean, it's just so exciting, you know, because you get so much momentum behind you, so many fans, so many people. And, I'm, and to me, I'm more like, why are people, you know, if we win, I want to show emotion. You know, like, I'm excited. Exactly. I'm excited. Let's be excited, right? This is X Games. Uh, vibe when I, when we did X Games, you know we were fighting for the for the TV time, but just by who's the most dramatic and excitement and build characters, and I just feel like I'd love to see that in the sport. You yes. know, I like yes. the grit from twenty yes. years ago. You know, I like that that would be so cool. So anyway, I'm like Haley, show excitement, man. If you're winning, it gets excitement. If you have a bad day, hey, we're gonna talk about it. That's what the fans want, right? They want yeah. reality. Yeah, they want reality. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. What, do you, what do you think sold? X Games or Freestyle yeah. was the attitude. If you didn't have an attitude and you won, people didn't give a damn. It's characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's characters. People yeah. like having someone they can attach themselves mm-hmm. to. And I feel like NASCAR fans are definitely diehard about their person they like. They will come up to the track wearing their person head to toes gear, uh, all their merchandise, die cast in yeah. every single pocket yeah. ready to sign. And yeah. that's Retro. something that NASCAR needs characters for fans to attach to. Yeah. Hey, like I said, man, the flying Hawaiian, Carrie Hart, yeah. Mad Mike Jones. Brian Deegan, I could go on and on yeah. of people that just holy smoke the yeah. risk of going. And freestyle motocross was one of the reasons you started the show Speed yep. Freaks because <laughs> it, it again it's the personalities. And then you yeah. realize, like with IndyCar or sports cars, like wait, people aren't showing their real personalities. We need to get out there yeah. and expose them. Yeah. Get those personalities. Yeah, we were talking so. about that too, though. That as you go through this racing, let's be honest, it's a very expensive form of racing, yeah. especially coming from X Games. Like we didn't, you know, you come into this this uh, level and you start okay, you start getting bigger corporate sponsors, and then they start wanting you to do things they want you know hey this is our image this is what you're going to say so i get it that's probably why a lot of things end up changing and being more mellow but we're hoping you know with monster energy some of the sponsors that i've been with for so long they love it they're like the more crazy you are the better for us like so i'm like good we we like those sponsors and that that vibe we love when sponsors come on like we just were able to build a deal with a waste quip and the the ceos be like dude you guys are awesome. Let's just be how you are and perfect. just act how you want to act. I'm like, good. That's what we want, mm-hmm. right? It's perfect. We want to change ourselves. Yeah. People want yeah. to be aligned with us. Yeah. It makes the process so much easier. Yeah. Well, One less ha- thing to worry about. You have enough yes. to worry about racing. <laughs> <laughs> you have a, a hell of a litmus test right here in your old man <laughs> and proving a lot of people wrong. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I just go back to what the first time we had you on calling into our show two years ago. We tried, is it Hallie? Or Haley, how do you spell her name? <laughs> you know, it's, it's how do you say it's spelled? Yeah. Ha- it's like holy smokes! Yeah. But now you're sitting here, yeah. number two. Oh, she made sure. Daytona. I will yeah. never forget. Nobody knew how to say Elio Castroneves. Then he won the Indy 500. Uh, we'll make sure we always know to say Elio. <laughs> Haley's doing that too. Yeah. Make yeah. sure I, you guys it's, will know how to say my name. I'm glad that as Marisa, you spelt it different. The uh, Haley, you know, differently with the I E. Yeah. You know, and I thought. That's a good, now it's perfect because yeah. it's unique, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just unique, yeah. so yeah. it's good. It looks good on the merch. Yeah, shopdegan38.com. Yeah, there you go. Wait, what was that? I didn't hear that. I didn't hear that. What was that again? Shopdegan38. Number four on the track, number one in your heart. Four on the track, number one in your heart. Bam. Well, hey, thank you guys for doing this. I saw your old man and Marissa come over here. I had to bring him into this because it's just it's strange. We're celebrating our 20 years. 
Yep. You weren't even born when we started uh-uh, this thing. Uh-uh, it was so, crazy. Yeah. This girl's six years old, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm an older parent, but just seeing the evolution of mm-hmm. you is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I a lot of barriers to break down still, so yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, exci- we're excited. We're excited. I can take a little yeah. chip off the block tonight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Haley uh, Deegan, Brian Deegan, and the stalwart of the family, Marisa <laughs> Deegan, back here in the background. Thank you guys for doing this. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, thanks for having us. Thanks More for having us. coming up. Good evening, my fellow citizens. To provide guidance to mankind. Testing NASCAR's next-gen cup car ramps up in 2020. A lot is riding on this effort. It won't show up until 2021. NASCAR wants it to look more like showroom cars, and that's a plus. Some big talking points? The chassis will be a spec chassis. That will not only cut down on costs, but should also cut down on cheating. The new car will have an independent rear suspension. It will get an 18-inch wheel and tire. That's up from 15 inches, creating a lower-profile sidewall. Refueling will change from a guy carrying a can to a clamp on hose during pit stops. There'll be a six-speed sequential gearbox, not the old four-speed. And the next-gen cup car could have some spec hybridization. Expect Ford, Chevy, and Toyota to stay, but there's talk Honda, Hyundai, BMW, Mercedes, and Volkswagen could be there also. Let's hope. Peace. Motorsports Radio, redefined. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Ready to own your first real home? The road to unrenting can get a bit rocky. It takes a reliable partner to right wrong turns. That's the role of a realtor. An expert voice of reason helping you navigate the rigmarole of real estate. A trusted ally who knows and represents your rights. So you get all the right guidance on your journey home. Is your agent a realtor? Look for the R. 
Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Thank you, Lucas Oil, for making this thing possible. Go to lucasoil.com. Find out the righteous lube for your righteous ride. Got a sports car, power boat, got a motorcycle. Make sure there's Lucas Oil, the finest synthetic oil on the planet, sitting fat and happy in that engine. Go to lucasoil.com. That's lucasoil.com. Daytona International Speedway, that's where we are, thanks to our friends at General Tire. The Arca Series exclusively with General Tire and, of course, Lucas Oil 200 uh, got underway last night or yesterday afternoon. They ran through uh, the evening at Daytona International Speedway. We get set for the Daytona 500 coming up next Sunday. But real quick, with us featuring Arca Series drivers, sprint cars, we feature su- such a plethora of drivers here in the Freak Nation uh, some can be considered feeder series. Some don't can be considered full-time big voices. Regardless, feeder series, when we started this thing, was a different animal. There were, like, for IndyCar, it was, what was the The Atlantic series was a direct step down from the IndyCar series, if I'm not correct, right? The Atlantic series, yes. oh, right, yes. Crasher? It actually used to be, well... Back in the day, kind of sort of considered two steps down because it was Atlantics moved up to Indy Lights, Indy Lights moved up to Indy Car. Got it. But you've got the ARCA series where we talked about this with Michael Self, I think last hour, how there are so many different disciplines, Statman, and discipline tracks, whether it's dirt, street courses, uh, Daytona, small half mile, damn near quarter mile tracks that they run on. And I, I wanted to talk a little bit more in length than that, that if I was a team owner, whether I was Joe Gibbs Racing or if someone in IndyCar or NASCAR, I'd want my driver to be as familiar as possible. Granted, it'd be cool if they could run on every track that my team ran on once they got into my big boy series. But like the ARCA series running on so many different tracks, I just think that's better for a driver. Am I wrong in that step, man? As far as training. Training goes. Yeah, no, I think you're 100% right. In fact, we benefited from the truck series when we used to bring the truck series winner on, just like we're doing now with ARCA. And the the truck series used to run at Watkins Glen, ran at uh, Tony Stewart's track uh, there near Dayton, Ohio. yeah, we we benefited from having these guys on, and I think that the the Cup Series uh, and the um, used to be Bush and now Xfinity Series they benefited from it too because the trucks ran 
on all these different surfaces, just like the ARCA cars are doing now. So, yes, I think to have a ladder series to bring guys up, IndyCar, we talk about Indy Lights and Atlantics. IndyCar used to be, uh, when it was USAC, uh, they used to run on midgets and sprints and the big um, uh, supercars that they ran that were extremely fast, especially at tracks like Phoenix. So, yes, a ladder series is so important because you can't just get a guy out of the street and dump him onto a 200-mile-an-hour super speedway without having some training coming up. Statman Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, Lucas Oil Studios from the Daytona International Speedway. And we're talking about feeder series for different big boy series, whether it's Cup, IndyCar, regardless. Heck, you could even say drag racing, the Lucas Oil Drag Racing Series, but also the what did you the TV you used to do for the kids. Oh, the junior drag racers. Yeah, junior dragsters all the way up to Lucas well, Oil Series. I mean, every, every you have to have a feeder series. You have to cut your chops somewhere. Yeah, is, cut your is teeth. there? You're right, Crash. <laughs> Earn your chops, cut your teeth, whatever. You know what I mean. Is there a better series as far as ladders go than the NHRA? It could be argued no. Well, no, okay, good. let's use IndyCar as an example. You could say, okay, starting in carts or, or maybe on the USAC side of things and then moving into Indy Lights or maybe a, a barber series and then Indy Lights and then Indy Car. However, not everybody does that entire sequence of events because it is so costly. And some people just say, screw it, I want to go straight to Europe. <laughs> I mean, there's just so many different things that could happen in the IndyCar feeder series. Whereas in drag racing, if you start as a junior dragster and you keep going through the system, you will inevitably end up as a big boy or big girl drag racing series with the NHRA. Uh, speaking of, getting into something next. We wanted to get this guy here in the Freak Nation. He's not a front runner when it comes to Supercross, but he's one of the most popular riders on the planet and still some privateer to him. Doesn't run for one of the big boy teams. Still has a little bit of privateer to him. His name is Adam and Ticknap. Uh, he's a rapper, too. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Let's just throw that out there. He joins us next. Coming up, Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. After your engine, the transmission is the second most important component of your car. If you maintain it, it will shift properly and get you down the road without problems. But if you don't maintain it, problems are coming your way. Lucas Transmission Fix can clean and lubricate sticking valves and renew worn bands to make your transmission shift properly and stop leaking. It's compatible with all transmissions and transmission fluids. Lucas Transmission Fix. It works. Hey, you want the easiest car care ever, right? There's a couple Lucas Oil products you got to get your hands on. One, Lucas Slick Mist Fast and Easy Speed Wax. Two, Tire and Trim Shine. And three, Interior Detailer. It's better than anything on the market, so this is what you do. You spray the Speed Wax on a wet or dry surface, you wipe it off, and you're done. You think you can handle that? Lucas Interior Detailer rejuvenates interiors, and Lucas Tires and Trim Shine does wonders on tires and wheels. Lucas Slick Mist. It's easy. It works. Go to lucasoil.com for more information. 
Hey, it's Crasher from the Freaks. If someone's cooking burgers, I want a unique flavor. And there's only one that truly hits the spot. Bubba Burgers Jalapeno or Sweet Onion Burgers. And it's straight from your local grocery store. There's even reduced fat and turkey Bubba Burgers. How about an Angus Bubba Burger? Basically, there's not a better burger to throw on the grill for your weekend parties than a tasty juicy mouthful of Bubba Burger. Again, available in your grocery store. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. The Texas Roadkill, the San Francisco Swallows, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, I got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative. Funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the New Orleans Curse or the Nashville Bootleggers. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com. That's awesomesportslogos.com. And get awesome. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. You're back with Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Thank you guys for hanging out at the Lucas Oil Studios. 20 years we've been doing this damn thing. Thank you guys for being a part of it. Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, Statman. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, of course, Instagram. And speedfreaks.tv is the website. Uh, good to get this dude here in the Freak Nation. I have followed him from the peripheral only because of, really, he can't shut the freak up. Adam and Tickman joining us here in the Freak Nation. <laughs> super, cross, super cross pilot. Isn't that true, though? It's like you're, you're, you're not grabbing the trophy every freaking Saturday night or Sunday afternoon. But what you're doing, Adam, in Tickman, in Ticknap, is you're making a whole lot of noise that people say, wow, this guy's got something other than a badass bike. Yeah, I mean, that's the truth. And and the reason is, too, is that, you know, there's really only one winner. You know, there's there's only one guy that can be at the top step of the podium each weekend, and uh, everybody else has to figure out how to make a living and how to have fun. Um, and I think I've figured and I've carved a really cool path um, for people behind me, too, and that's kind of what I wanted to do. Um is be a pioneer, really. And I think I've done a great job. I've, I've got the hip-hop thing. You know, I work with all my fans. Um, I do so much YouTube stuff. I do so many different things that just makes my life and my career so much fun. And uh, I'm, I'm just happy that people have taken notice. Running in the 2020 Supercross Series, Adam and Ticknep join us here in the Freak Nation. And you, you talk about not grabbing the trophy. There is only one winner. You running as a privateer, you're still getting a lot of press. But tell me why none of the big boy teams have why they've not picked up Adam. Um, actually, you know, so I am, I am, I did move up from a privateer team this last year. I'm on HEP Motorsports, that's backed um, by Factory Suzuki. So um, we are, I would say, you know, one step under a full factory team. We're sponsored by Factory Suzuki, um, but we just don't get some of the parts that they get. Um, I would say more so because, you know, I think people are just kind of catching on to what I'm doing. Um, (laughs) at the end of the day, you know, we're trying to sell motorcycles. We're trying to sell, um, 
you know, Supercross, and we're trying to sell, you know, that to the families and the kids. And, and at the end of the day, you got to make money. Every That's how this sport works. That's how a lot of our, you know, our economy works. So um, as a rider and as myself in my career, I've figured out a way that, you know, you don't have to win to sell a dirt bike. You don't have to win to sell products. You have to be likable and you have to have people that want to take notice to you. And I think the fact that I have so much fun in my career, um, I take the time for people and they see that I'm really enjoying the life that I have. Um, people attach to that and, and they love it. And because, you know, people go to work nine to five and a lot of people dread their job and they want to have fun and, you know, do the great things that we do every single day. And I think they see that in me and I think they want to support it. So it's, it's, it's been a really cool ride. Adam and Ticknap is in the Freak Nation. Adam, let's talk about you. Forget the parts for now. Let's talk about you, your parts. You had a, a broken femur, and sometimes it takes people a year or more to recover from that. You had wrist issues. How are you doing right now? Um, the wrist injury is getting better. Um, one thing about riding supercross and riding dirt bikes is it's super dangerous. Yeah. So um, we had a little practice accident at the track. Um, I made a, I made a little mistake before the finish line and I actually came up really short on a jump and I splintered the tendons in my arm. Um, I tried to ride at Anaheim one, which I kind of made it through, but it was just one of those things where if you're not racing to your full potential, um, you shouldn't be on the track. So we did, we decided to call it at Anaheim one and kind of let it heal for, um, for a few weeks. And then now I'm back, I'm not back to a hundred percent, um, yet but i'm definitely getting really really close to that and just happy it wasn't any worse because you know one tiny millisecond can change your whole entire season and let alone your life um going back to that femur injury you know a year ago that was huge you know it does take people you know six months to a year to actually get back from a femur injury and you know with between hyperbaric chamber salus medical um my trainers i was actually back riding a dirt bike um, from a completely snapped, broken femur in two months and three weeks. So, um, you know, hard work, dedication, and, and the will to get better is really something that um, I take pride in. And uh, I think that's really how you get back so fast. But every injury comes with a little bit of toll. You know, when you make a mistake, um, you think about it, and it takes a while to get over it. Um, but I've I'm definitely over the femur injury just because, you know, I've break I've broken 16 bones. If you want to ride a dirt bike, you got to know every every single time you step on the track, there's a risk. And um, you know, I love this sport so much. I love riding my dirt bike and I'm willing to take the risk and uh that's why we line up on Saturday night underneath the lights. Adam, we talked a little about this at the beginning of the interview, but you've got to have the popular term nowadays is the Mamba mentality to build a brand you have for you it was your social media career your rap career you got to have something that you could build on to set yourself apart from everybody else in the sport yeah you know and and you talk about the mama mentality um actually kobe bryant changed probably changed my career and i wouldn't be here without him mm -hmm. he said um, he said in one of the interviews that I've seen, um, you got to take the extra time. You got to put the extra time because you never know um, who could be the next guy. And you never know what kid's looking up to you and could be the next best supercross racer. And when I was a kid, it was Jeremy McGrath. And if it wasn't for Jeremy McGrath, I don't know if 
I would be here today. Um, he's the one I was in, sitting in the um, Coliseum Stadium, and I looked up at my dad, and I said, I want to be just like Jeremy McGrath. So I make sure I take the extra time for absolutely every single kid and fan that I have, and I do that with everything that I do. You know, it rolls over into everything you do. It's that Mamba mentality that you talked about. you got to put the extra time in, and, and you got to want it. You know, that's an important thing, too. You know, you can put time in, um, but if you're not, if you don't have a focus and a drive, then you're not going anywhere. So you got to put the time in, but you got to have a focus, too. And going back to the social media end of it, now it's it's not enough, I don't think, to just be good at something. You have to you have to be iconic. And going back to <laughs> Mama mentality again, you know, he made himself a legend by not only playing basketball, but his whole legacy of you know, working in the Mamba brand and, and how he goes about it, how he goes about it. You know, I love your references to Jeremy McGrath, but Jeremy McGrath never had a bike that was too lit. I <laughs> know <laughs> he has it. You better believe that. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you I talk, just want to see Jeremy rap. <laughs> you talk about hey, you talk about the Coliseum and yeah, I'm old enough to be your old man, frankly, but the Coliseum is bonkers and the the old peristyle uh, there at the Coliseum is, was just synonymous with Supercross. Can't you yeah. finagle your way into the boardrooms of Feld about moving a race or two back to the Coliseum, bro? I I wish I could, and I'm in there, but I don't think I can. I would love to, I would love nothing more than to really like go up that peristyle and just launch it down that peristyle into the stands. I will never forget that as a kid. Like, just seeing Jeremy McGrath um, jump out of that thing down that hill, I thought it was the most amazing, craziest thing I had ever seen in my whole entire life. And, like, for some reason still to this day, I have that memory in my mind. <laughs> and I love that last name, Intiknep. What is that? Where the he- what part of the world is that from? So it's actually British. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, it's from England. My grandpa, my great grandpa, was from England and came over to the United States and uh, and and lived here. And it's definitely it's. I love having the last name too because there's no one else <laughs> in the world that has it. You know, when you hear Entignap, it's for sure me. <laughs> <laughs> I figure that's. I mean, that's why you go with seven double deuce. That's exactly why you got to roll that in there because we have a tough time saying your last damn name. <laughs> it's so funny that you say that too because so many people have hacked my last name um, my whole entire life and my career you know from school to stadiums to amateur races they've just hacked my last name but it's funny because um you know a kindergartner sometimes says it better because my last name is just n tick nap and you see those letters together and if you sound it out it's so easy but if you look at it, it's the most awkward-looking letter combination, and people just look at the first two and then wick the end of it, and it's, it, it's hysterical to me. What is the worst a teacher has ever botched it? Um, usually they say, and take a nap, which I don't even know where you're getting the A. You know what I mean? Like I, you know, and then, like, what? Am I the one sleeping in the back of the room? You know, I'm not going and taking a nap, bro. My name's and take nap, not take a nap. So, I I don't know. There's there's been so many different botches on that. I can't even understand it. You need to do a song on your last name. 
<laughs> Straight up, huh? Listen, <laughs> bitch, this is how it's set okay. in Tick Nap. <laughs> Bam. I love it. Listen to that. I mean, because of all the names that are out there, all the rapper names that are out there, whether it's uh, Block Boy, JB, you know, of course, well, Cardi B, but you start throwing names out there that people either don't or don't know. ASAP Rocky, I could go on and on. That would be a hell of a rap name, just what Crasher said. Your, your, your last name. All the things you could roll off the tongue with that, bro. Yeah, no, I, I definitely I definitely think that Antiknap would be a top notch <laughs> last name or a top notch <laughs> rap name for sure. But you know, it's funny because the I feel like the seventies deuce is such a showman name. Yeah. And Adam Antiknap, it's it's definitely different, but it's kinda like you know what's funny about that too is it's kinda like that's me as I remember myself as like a you know, like a kid growing up. I'm Adam Antiknap. You know, that's like my proper name. That's kind of when I put the suit and tie on type of deal. And then, you know, what's so cool about having a rapper name is like Seven Deuce Deuce. It was my number. And it's kind of like, <laughs> you know, it's kind of like my little showmanship. I, I love it. It's like when I'm Seven Deuce Deuce, I'm like Eminem. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not Marshall Mathers anymore. I'm, I'm Seven Deuce Deuce. I'm the showman. I'm, you know, I'm this crazy dude that loves the fans and, um, it's almost like a superhero name, you know? If, if you could roll on stage as a backup, give me the top two or three rappers that you'd like to sit on stage with. Um, I would say Drake. I don't know if Post Malone really is a rapper, but I'd love Post Malone backup. And probably, I'd have to say either Mac Miller or Kendrick Lamar. I think Kendrick Lamar, his just his style and his you know, he's just so masterful in the way he does everything. There it is, Freak Nation. I don't know if you knew that about this guy. <laughs> no, but just, no, your personality, yeah, we need you on more often. We definitely need you Absolutely. on more often. Yeah, man, this is badass. Good luck to you, buddy. It's uh, it's incredible what you're doing for a cat that hasn't sat up top the podium much. It's it's awesome. Doesn't I mean, matter. It, it's awesome. Doesn't matter. Yeah, and you know what the cool thing is, too? It's kind of like I talked about. It's like, you know, Everybody thinks that, you know, you have to be to be and to have a career, you have to be the best, you know, and don't get me wrong. I want to be the best and I strive to be the best. But like I said, there's only one guy at the top step and I want to live the life the way I want to live it and have that career. And, and you know what I mean? And mm. and have fun my whole entire life and do what I love. So I've created this path that, you know, isn't the same as everybody else. And I just hope that. I've created a path that other people can follow and there can be more people that can have a career, you know, and, and doing what they love and maybe not being the absolute best. Freak Nation, the 722 on Instagram. It's a great follow, Freaks. Uh, great insight to Adam. Dude, thanks for doing this, man. And I guarantee my six-year-old daughter will be able to say your last name much easier than me. Ah, that's so awesome. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Adam. Hey, thank you, guys. I appreciate being on the show, and um, we'll talk soon. Not, not much, much motorsports. Motor not much motorsports. Helio oh, or Helio. No. Not, 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 not. Well, not only much, that. Much, much, much. you, I love you. And headlining the party. Douchebags. Loose. Not much motorsports. <laughs> the freaks. Not much motorsports. Statman, you are the grandfather of, what, a 13 or 14-year-old young woman? 
Oh, wow. 12 years old, at least. Yeah. I don't think she's... No, she's not a teenager yet. She's 12. Are you familiar with TikTok? The TikTok app? <laughs> no. But that, that does... That doesn't mean much <laughs> in my world. There's a lot of apps I don't know anything about. Crasher, even some of them on my phone. Can you give Statman maybe a 15 to 20 second intro to what the TikTok app is? It's basically kids reenacting videos, reenacting some sort of a play of some sort, their own little thing. They're kind of copying things off each other, and it makes it look like they're lip syncing and redoing dance moves. It's become huge with high schoolers, even middle schoolers. It's just, it's a very unique social media app that's about entertainment and funny. Uh, call it a harmonica. Molly O'Brien, a high schooler from Ontario, Canada, learned that the tricky way when she put an entire mouth organ inside her mouth sideways to entertain her cousin. Well, the thing got stuck. Yeah, think? <laughs> so wait a minute. It's something like a harmonica? She put the entire thing in her mouth? It's her harmonica. Mouth organ. That sounds just mouth organ. rank. Sorry. It does. But they were cutting a TikTok video, and the Ontario teen said she was goofing around to make her cousin laugh when she slid the harmonica between her cheeks. But it, but it was no joke when she realized the damn harmonica was stuck inside of her mouth. Every time I breathed heavily, heavily out of panic, it made a noise. <laughs> How do you not laugh like crazy? Uh, first things first, she posted a video of the unwanted uh, okay, harmonica in her mouth and sought medical attention. I think there, there's a link. We'll put it out on Twitter at Speed Freaks. It's just a bad thing she captured on the video. I regret we did the thing, and you're wondering what it is. Well, I shoved the entire harmonica in my mouth, uh, and it's stuck now. They, uh, they rushed her to the dentist, who used a device to hold her mouth open and removed it. There it is. And on that note, shoot the juice to the moose and stat man. <laughs> Cut it loose. Cut it loose, please. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. 
I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Ready to own your first real home? The road to unrenting can get a bit rocky. It takes a reliable partner to right wrong turns. That's the role of a realtor. An expert voice of reason helping you navigate the rigmarole of real estate. A trusted ally who knows and represents your rights. So you get all the right guidance on your journey home. Is your agent a realtor? Look for the R. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. I'm Rick Tittle, and I host the Video Game Review every Sunday night at 9 o'clock Pacific, midnight on the East Coast, right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Video games are way more important than your job, your school, or your relationship, so let's talk about them. Everything from the 2600 to the 360. I don't work for any video game company, so I'll tell you what's worth your money and what stinks. Also, cheat codes, interviews, your calls, I'll give away a game, release dates, all that and more every Sunday night right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. <laughs> 